Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Sports with Yosef. I'm Yosef and Sinner and training camp has progressed and the Ravens have already played two preseason games. I'm going to break those games down, talk about a bad injury. The Ravens have had a trade. The Ravens have made talk about who's playing well and who's not. An NFL superstar. He's threatening to retire. More on that and much, much more all coming up on Sports with Yosef. Training camp. It's a slog. It's hard. You've got to get through it. But it really does give the coaches ways to implement their game plans. And it is especially key for this training camp. The Ravens, they had, of their three off, um, coordinators, only one of them was returning. Wink Martingale was staying on as defense for his second year. But on offense... Greg Roman took over from Marty Morningwag as Roman was promoted. Roman, he worked with Colin Kaepernick in San Francisco, and I'm pretty sure I talked on this podcast about how much I loved that decision. And then, unfortunately, the Ravens special teams coach, Jerry Rosberg, he retired to spend more time with his family, so Chris Horton, he took over, and those coaches were going to come in and implement their game plans. And actually, pretty sure I talked about this also, but Lamar Jackson didn't even know that the Ravens were switching into a new playbook until he got to training camp, which is really unacceptable when you talk about your quarterback. He's running your offense. And Lamar Jackson, by all um, opinions, has really improved. He's been making the better throws. And it's going, and it really started against the Jaguars. Well, the Jaguars were not playing their starters. But the Ravens went out. They scored every time Lamar touched the ball. Or every drive Lamar was on the field, which was two, and the Ravens won twenty nine to nothing, which continued that preseason trend that they have, they have won now. There, and this is including the Packers game, which I'll talk about next. That they have won fifteen straight preseason games. That is a second longest NFL streak, active streak. The Patriots have the longest, and. Ravens, they shut out the Jags. Cyrus Jones had a pick six. Bennett Jackson had an interception. Patrick Ricard recovered a fumble. Um, the Ravens, they, they moved well. Marquise Brown, he did not play. We'll talk more about him later. And guy who played really well in that game. So Ravens backup kicker and punter, Karee Vedvik. And Karee, he had a lights-out performance. He had four field goals against the Jaguars including a 55-yard one and two 50-plus-yard punts. But the Ravens, they have Sam Cook, Justin Tucker. So what did the Ravens do? They traded him to the ja- I'm sorry, to the Vikings for a 2025th-round draft pick. And I really liked this move by the Ravens. I thought it was very smart. They went out, and this is something I talked about last year when I was previewing the Ravens. The Ravens, I kind of wanted him to just have a spot on the Ravens. Because he was so talented. He can play punter. He does kickoffs. He can kick field goals. And he does everything so well. Of course there was going to be a roster spot for him. And so the Vikings, they were proactive about it. And they got a very talented kicker. And on a team that knows what it means to not have a kicker. Especially in the division. If you want, I'm sure they were watching that Bears game when their kicker missed. And they're like, hey, we, oh yeah, we could use help there as well, and so the Ravens are going to be getting that fifth round pick in 2020 for Kareem Vedvik. Ravens then, they signed some other uh, kicker punter, I forget which, cut, he played the Packers game, they cut him, 
They just I just saw they signed someone else. And then the Packers game, Aaron Rodgers was going to play, but then before the right before the game, he had back discomfort. So better safe than sorry. He was pulled. Lamar Jackson though, he went out. He went six for ten throwing the ball. And the Ravens got two field goals on his two drives, but the Ravens were incredibly close to a touchdown. Lamar Jackson um, took off and ran. He had a guy about to crush him. He just completely made him whiff. Hurdled the man, waltzed into the end zone, and was called back for, um, on a penalty by Willie Snead, I believe. Lamar Jackson was running in August. And I've, there's been all kinds of comments on this on social media. Some people are like, hey, he's not he's not in a protective bubble. Let him do what he wants to do. And other people are like, no. And this is where I come in. No run in August is worth it. It's never worth it to take a hit in August if you're a quarterback, ever. Throw the ball away, slide, run out of bounds. Lamar Jackson took a, had a couple other opportunities where he could have just ran out of bounds or slid, and he didn't. Instead, he elected to take that hit. Not smart by Lamar Jackson. I get the Ravens are going to run him in, the, in this regular season a lot, and I'm really looking forward to see what he can do. But I am worried about the fact that if he's willing to run in August, knowing what that means, he didn't run at all in the Jaguars game, which I was very happy about, um, but if he's willing to run in August, what does that mean he's going to be doing the regular season? I think the Ravens will be passing a lot in the regular season. But if Lamar Jackson, this was literally what happened. It was third down, I think it was like third and three. Maybe not. I don't, I don't remember the down and yardage situation. But Lamar Jackson took the snap, immediately saw it was man coverage, and just took off and ran. It was that simple. He saw his man and he ran. In the red zone, I would care about Lamar Jackson figuring out how to make those throws. And so I was not happy with that. But he's still healthy. But a guy, the Ravens would win, end up winning 26-13 to 13 over the Packers. Um, Chase McSorley, he's, he, he's done eh so far. But the Ravens running backs, they look really good. Mark Ingram, he played in the Packers game. He did really well. You've got Gus Edwards. He was hitting some bit. He's taking some stuff and turning it into yardage. Kenneth Dixon didn't really play that much. Justice Hill, though, he looks electric. Man, is he, can he make you miss? So the Ravens running backs, they look good from that game. But the Ravens, they did suffer a bad injury. Tavon Young, the Ravens just signed him to a major extension. And it's not a fit. And, well, Young isn't officially out for the season, I believe, yet. Head coach John Harbaugh said it's, he has a dick, disc issue. In his neck, and it appears he's headed for surgery. Harbaugh said there's an outside chance that they could, that it would heal, but it's in the Ravens' best interest to let him go for next season. But the Ravens they just sent him to that three-year contract in February, making the, him the highest-paid cornerback, nickel cornerback in the league at the time. He's one of the top players in the league at a very tough job. And when you talk about what he does to this secondary and what he would have made an impact in this season, I mean, you're going to be, he's going to, his responsibility would have probably, would probably be a guy like Julian Edelman. Which, when the Ravens are playing them on Sunday Night Football in Baltimore, Cyrus Jones, he's going to be taking over that position for Tavon Young. And he's capable. 
He did decently well in the Packers game. We'll see how it works. But I have a feeling that... I don't know. I really don't know what, how it's going to work. I don't know the Ravens' skill sets well enough. But the Ravens are Marlon Humphrey, Brandon Carr, and I'll get to Jimmy Smith in a minute. If those two are starting, and Jimmy Smith, can one of them play the slot? Because if they... That, if they could, the Ravens, this secondary is really the deepest in the league. It's a phenomenal group, and I think it's really just going to be getting better. And I think even with this Tavon Young injury, if the Ravens can put him on IR, I think this could that would open up another slot roster spot for a guy like Anthony Everett. Um, because the Ravens are just so deep, or Bennett Jackson. The Ravens are so deep at this secondary, and like last year, I'm pretty sure I said on the podcast, I mean, there were so many guys. And then Deshaun Elliott got injured. I was like, you know, it might be a good thing for his career just because, like, it's so deep. I mean, the secondary can't be this deep next year. Well, I've got news for you. If anything, it's more deep this year, deeper this year. And it's incredibly deep and incredibly talented. But Jimmy Smith has really not been playing well. Unable to play good coverage, especially on one-on-one drills against the Jaguars. He was getting burned. Not as much in the game, but he's not impressed in the beginning on this first half of August. And we'll see if he can fix that and pick that up. Because the Ravens really do need him to play. And this was really his first... Last year was his first season where he really did an offseason where he's not had injuries or suspension. And that's huge. It's a big stepping stone. And I think the Ravens would like to build on that as well. And another thing that the Ravens are going to want to build on... Pernell McPhee, being a leader, if he can make this roster, I mean, Pernell McPhee, he's really done a phenomenal job. The Ravens, they don't have trail socks anymore. I wondered on this podcast, what's going to happen? What is going to happen with these Ravens leaders? And actually, you should check out my latest episodes, but when I had last uh, last episode, Keith Mills, um, he came on to talk about Ed Reed, and the episode before that, Jerry Sandusky voiced the Ravens, he came on. And actually, uh, my next episode hopefully will be with the SPN writer, Eddie Matz. So make sure you're checking all that stuff out on Sports with Yosef. And also check out, I might, I've got a Ravens blog now. Sportsblog.com. My username is YosefM613. Um, or just put my name into Google Browser. My blog will come up. Also, my video is on Sportscaster. My username is YosefM613 as well. I do a lot of videos. I do play-by-plays, a lot of the stuff, breaking news. Whatever I see, I do highlights. I'm doing a lot of stuff there, so check that out, sportscaster.com. There are links to both of these in the description of my podcast. And, of course, follow me on Twitter, at YosefM613, at Y-O-S-E-F-M-613. But, yeah, Jerry Sandusky, now I was talking to him about those leaders on this podcast. He said people will step up. And what he expected, Tony Jefferson, a guy I don't think either of us would have suggested. I, I never would have seen it. Pernell McPhee, he's really leading this team, as is Earl Thomas. And the fans have gone right to Earl Thomas, and it's really a good sign to see that. But Pernell McPhee really stepping up and being a leader. And one, while the Ravens have that leader on defense, they still have that question about that pass rush. The Ravens, they don't yet have it. And the guy they drafted, Sack Daddy, Jalen Ferguson, he broke Terrell Suggs' records in college, coming to the Ravens, and he has he's not ready for the NFL. He's just not ready. And the Ravens are going to have to work on that because he just, he really needs to 
get better, and I don't think he'll be able to make an impact in the first part of the season. And the Ravens are going to have to figure out how they're going to get past Rush. I mean, Tyce Bowser, Tim Williams, they've done it. Eh. Shane Ray, eh. Nobody has really impressed me as being that guy to get those sacks. Patrick Accard does look pretty good at defensive tackle as well as fullback. I mean, he actually, I think he got to, he got to fumble. He recovered a fumble for the Ravens, and then he was on the on the field next play as a fullback. So he's got incredible stamina, and I love seeing what he can do. But the Ravens, that pass rush, Jalen Ferguson, they, they need to develop that. And I don't know if they're going to want to trade someone from This is a really deep secondary. And they could trade someone there, or they could trade someone from their running back corps. And the thing with the running backs are, you're on a team that's going to be running a lot. And when you talk about your running backs, you're going to, I think they should keep four. And no, Lamar Jackson will not count for this list. He is a quarterback. He is getting better. He had 60% completion percentages next game. I mean, the Eagles game, we'll see how he does. We'll see how he does against the Redskins. But the Eagles game is actually going to be a very good test for him because that, that is a good defense. That's what's the Packers, actually. That, that Packers defense is very underrated. They could be very good. I mean, that's something that Aaron Rodgers has really not had. And Lamar Jackson... But yeah, but actually, Lamar Jackson against the Packers after the game, he and Aaron Rodgers met up, and Aaron said to him, "Hey, slide a little." And when the, I tweeted about this, when so when Aaron Rodgers tells you to do something, you better do it. And well, hopefully Lamar will do that because Lamar, I can't remember the last time he slid in a Ravens uniform. I just don't can't remember it. I could be missing it, but he, I just don't remember him trying to avoid a hit. Yeah, he'll run out of bounds every now and then. But it's not enough. Yeah, so the Ravens, are going, they're going to need to be deep at running back because Greg Roman, they're going to be running it a lot. You've got Mark Ingram, you've got Gus Edwards. Those guys are making the roster. And, of course, Justice Hill, he's electric. He'll make this roster. Then DeLance Turner versus Kenneth Dixon. And DeLance Turner's really impressed me. I mean, Mark Ingram and I think Gus Edwards now, Gus Edwards really has been working on being able to go out of the backfield and catch passes, so I think they'll be able to use both of them just as he'll be a nice third-down option for the Ravens, but the Lance Turner looks like he has so much burst, and something that I have learned about, and I've learned, and I think this is one of the more underrated parts about when you're coaching, I know you don't always get to do this, but if you can save a running back for your shelf and bring him off the bench come November, come December, he's fresh, he's got fresh legs, he can run the league apart. That's what Gus Edwards did last year. I mean, you remember, um, gosh, there's got, there are other examples here. Terrence West? No, that's not the right guy. But Kenneth Dixon, Buck Allen, guys come off the bench. They've not played, and they light it up. Kareem Hunt might be doing that for the Browns this, this year. And I think the Ravens, if they can, saving Delance Turner for November, for December, even for January, wouldn't be a bad decision. It really wouldn't be, and I think that the Ravens will have to grow on that and figure out what they want to do, but I think the Ravens should have four running backs, but they could trade one of their, maybe Kenneth Dixon, or maybe even Lance Turner if there's a really is a market for him, or one of their secondary guys to get a good pass rush guy. Pass rush is the Ravens' weakest point right now, and I think that the Ravens really do need to grow on that, and one of the, I know this is weird to say this, but the Ravens have really a lot of weapons around Lamar Jackson now on offense, and while we talked about pass rush being a, a, a weakness. I could see wide receiver being a strength this year. Jaleel Scott has really impressed me. Really impressed me of how he's done. I mean, he's gone up. He's made catches. The tight ends have been impressive. Mark Andrews, Hayden Hurst. This could be the 
greatest tight end duo in Ravens franchise history. Un- I mean, like, Lamar Jackson has done so well with Mark Andrews. The chemistry they've got is phenomenal. But Hayden Hurst is their first-round pick, and he's been working a lot together, and I think they're going to continue to get better, and I think this tight end duo is going to be amazing. They've got great running backs. We talked about that. Wide receivers. I don't know how you decide who doesn't make the roster there. Marquise Brown is working his way back from injury. He'll make this roster. He's good. He's very talented, and I'm excited to see what he can do. I mean, this Ravens offense is so fast. It's make you miss, as Jerry Sandusky said. Marquise Brown, you could throw a five-yard pass him, and he can take it to the house. And the Ravens are going to be, continue to be growing at that wide receiver, and this wide receiver core, or I really think, could be a strength. You've got Seth Roberts. You've got Floyd. You've got Miles Boykin, who's done pretty well. And I think that Chris Moore will need like the Ravens are going to have a tough time figuring out who makes this roster. Pretty sure the Ravens have like six guys make the roster last year. I could see them doing that again. I'm gonna I've not yet gone through and made a roster. I think I'm gonna wait until after the Eagles game, maybe even after the Redskins game, um, just to see what happens because injuries are the a lot of the part. I want to see what they do with Tavon Young, to be honest, um, before I really decide what I'm gonna be doing for my roster, but. The Ravens, yeah, their tight ends, their running backs, and Jaleel Scott really impressed me during training camp. Lamar's gotten better, but that, like I said, that passers really does need to get better. But uh, I teased this in the beginning. An NFL superstar is threatening to retire. Antonio Brown. Well, we all know what the Steelers went through last year with Love Bell. There were so many issues there. He got, I mean, like, Really, he just didn't play last year. The Ravens knew Antonio Brown had that issue with Ben Roethlisberger, and they're like, you're out. We're trading you to the Raiders. And I talked about that on Sports with Yosef. Just check out that episode. That would have been... I don't know when that would have been. Would that have, it would have been post-Super Bowl pre-Jerry Sandusky interview. One of those podcasts. You should be checking them all out, though. If you have not already, and it never hurts to have a refresher on those podcasts... And the Ravens, though, with Antonio... I'm sorry, with the Raiders with Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown, the Raven, the NFL has got all these new helmet regulations. And the helmet he was using and the helmet Tom Brady was using, two different helmets. But they are now both not allowed in the league. Well, they're not... It's not that they're not allowed. They're just not certified. They don't certify anything. That's more than, I think, 10 years old, 9 years old. And both of those helmets... Are too old, and so they're not going to be able to use them. Tom Brady's not happy, but Antonio Brown threatening to retire. Right now, the Raiders GM was able to get Brown to report to training camp and just partially uh, do stuff there, but that's going to have to come to a resolution. I mean, it almost makes me me wish he was still a Steeler, all this drama from the former Steelers. You want to talk about Steelers being Super Bowl contenders? I'm not saying they're not. But I'm saying they lost a lot of guys over the offseason. I don't think they are. I don't think they are. And by the way, um, on a week, and that's not going to help you guys, um, on the 20th, August 26th or August 27th, I'm going to be going through every single NFL game live, predicting what I think is going to happen to every NFL game. I will talk about it on the podcast a little bit. But make sure you're checking that out on sportscaster.com, sports, C-A-S-T-R. It's going to be a phenomenal. It'll be three, four-hour thing. It might be two hours, but I doubt it. 
But I really am going through every single NFL game live, and it's going to be a blast. I'll also be doing my fantasy draft live there, so make sure you're checking all that out. At Sportscaster as well as all my other stuff, and most importantly, following me on Twitter at YoSafeM613. So, the Ravens are going to have to, they're coming to, they're in Philadelphia, join practice. The Ravens are going to have to continue to do well, and of course, stay healthy. Ravens do not want to be having any more injuries at any position. Because that's just not the conducive to winning football games. If you remember that 2015 Ravens season. So many injuries. And that season was just derailed after that divisional loss in the year before to the Patriots. Hopefully the Ravens season will be better. Not really sure what's going to happen yet. Wait till Monday or Tuesday to figure that one out. But thank you for listening to this edition of Sports with Yossi. I'm Yossi Messina. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.